we're brainstorming this week. It's family time, 1.30. We're looking at responsible decision-making, specifically how we analyze situations and solve problems. That's an important skill to practice. A lot of people, a lot of us, are good at identifying problems. And people will tell you all about problems. We're all pretty good at this. can identify this thing. I'm going to complain about this thing, this issue that I have. And sometimes it seems like we don't even want our problems to be solved. Because what I really want to do is I want to commiserate with other people. Sometimes we feel like we get a sense of connection through misery that we want to bring up the problems we have and the other person will espouse the problems they have and sometimes we even try to one-up each other oh you think that's bad well i have this thing going on and we don't necessarily want the problem to be solved because we kind of want the connection and the attention from having a problem and from telling people about our problems. There's something to be said for venting a little bit, to letting out some frustration from time to time, if we can do that in a healthy way. But I'm not a big proponent of just identifying problems. It's, it's good to identify legitimate problems, But so often we stop there, honestly. We look at, I've got this issue in my life. I'm dealing with this thing. Then it comes a time where we have to consider some solutions. I don't really believe in complaining. Not that I don't do it on occasion. But I try to recognize when I am complaining about something, I try to take a step back for myself and say, all right, is this really solving anything? Is this really helping the situation? I want to be focused on solutions. And sometimes I'm not very good at not very good at helping other people sometimes. I think when they come to me to vent, or maybe I'm not always not always the most understanding. Not that I, I, wanna, I don't want to be negative towards somebody when they're venting toward me, but sometimes I don't know if I'm offering them what they really want because I'm all about solutions. Okay, you have a problem, then, then let's come up with some solutions, possible solutions. And that's where a lot of people get stuck too, is we get stuck in this, this game of of sort of undermining possible solutions immediately. We think, well, we could do this. Well, no, but we have this impediment and this problem and there's this conflict that goes along with it. Okay, well, how about this thing? Nope, this could go wrong. This is a problem. This is a problem. We're good at naysaying. But if we really want change in our lives... 
We have to practice coming up with solutions and then at some point putting those possible solutions into action. That's the only thing that's actually going to solve a problem or change things is some sort of action. We're going to talk a little bit about different types of brainstorming. That's kind of how we start. We identify a problem and then we start brainstorming. What are things that we could do to change the situation? And there's different types of brainstorming, different methods that can be used. A common one people are familiar with is like a pros and cons list. If we have to make a difficult decision, it's good to spend some time analyzing that situation to write a list of the potential positives and the potential negative side effects of making that decision. And then trying to weigh them out. Do the positives outweigh the negatives? One that we're going to spend a little time with that I like is the idea of blue sky brainstorming. And this is a popular form of brainstorming. I'm not exactly sure who initially coined the term, but the idea of blue sky brainstorming is that you're throwing out any and all ideas, at least in the initial phase of brainstorming, that there is no bad idea, that it's just solution after solution after solution, no matter how radical or impractical. And then... After we've put up as many possible solutions as we can, then we can go back and analyze and cross some things off the list by looking at their viability. Do we have the resources to make certain solutions work? Are they practical? What's going to be the impact on other people? But that's the next step. And as with anything, we're not able to do step two if we don't do step one. And we often cut ourselves off at step one. I just want to get in that practice. This week I want you to identify some problem that you have. Some issue. Something that you want to resolve. And it doesn't need to be a major thing. It can be. But something that you would like to resolve or some change that you would like to make. And then I want you to blue sky brainstorm. We're going to set a timer and just write down as many possible solutions to this issue as we can. No matter how outlandish. There are no no restrictions, so long as they're appropriate for school. Then, we'll take a little time to consider, okay, which ones are actually most practical, most feasible. But if we don't put limitations on the initial solutions, we at least give ourselves the freedom to experiment and explore a little bit. And we may find something that we wouldn't have if we were already putting limitations on our thinking. We're being open-minded. Then the other thing I want us to consider when we're looking at our possible solutions is how we can, when we're making a decision, 
consider the perspectives and well-being of others. That can be tough too. And that's something that honestly I think I have struggled with and continue to struggle with at times. I always I always want to consider the well-being of others. But I think sometimes because I'm very much for solutions and trying to answer a problem, I will make decisions. I will very quickly, I try to be in this at time, I'll very quickly try to come up with possible solutions and then boom, like pick one. Here's what we're going to do. And I tend to sometimes, sometimes to my own detriment, pick a course of action without maybe considering all the possible consequences or how it might impact other people. And then later have to, oh, pick another form of action because maybe I didn't spend as much time considering analyzing the first decision. But that's kind of how my brain naturally works, where it's, oh, here's, here's the problem. Well, here's 10 different solutions. Best way to do it, let's try number one. If that doesn't work, we'll go to number two. If that doesn't work, we'll go to number three. Maybe not the most uh, efficient way to operate. And I do know there have been times in my life where I've tried to tried to learn from these situations, where I maybe, where I maybe haven't taken the time, not because I don't care about somebody else's opinion, but I haven't taken the time to ask or consider someone else's opinion because I'm so focused on making a decision, trying to find a solution. And that's something I've had to learn and try to take more time, give more attention to when I'm coming up with, here's possible solutions, here's things that we can do at least taking the time to bring other people to the table to make sure that they feel okay about it and they have a say. So that's what we're going to do. Identify a problem, do some blue sky brainstorming, and then consider how we can bring others to the table, how we can welcome them in, consider their perspectives and their well-being when we're making decisions. Until next time, Much love.